This is Loli Jane, animal communicator and energy healer from animals-speak.com. And you're listening to Loli Jane Animal Communication Podcast, the show that promises to open your mind and heart to the amazing world of animal communication, energy healing, and what I like to call interspecies therapy. Thanks for joining me. Tune in and you'll learn how animal communication works why it is so effective for all issues, including behavioral, physical, and health issues, end-of-life decisions, talking to animals in spirit, reincarnation, past lives, locating lost animals, and much more. Today, I'll be talking about animal chakra balancing and energy healing. We'll discuss everything there is to know about how I can heal and balance your animal's organs, systems, and chakras remotely without ever touching your animal. If it seems highly unlikely to you, stay tuned and I'll teach you a thing or two about energy healing. I hope this podcast can give you a greater understanding of alternative solutions to keep your animals healthy. First, let me tell you a little bit about myself. I'm a certified professional animal communicator and pranic energy healer. I offer remote and in-person animal communication and energy healing of all kinds. I also offer animal communication, training workshops, and mentoring. Now, let's talk about chakra balancing and energy healing for animals and humans. Well, first, let me tell you that by listening to this podcast, you will learn some ancient esoteric healing knowledge and bring a new awareness to that energy that surrounds all beings. I am a pranic healer, spelled P-R-A-N-I-C. Many people think I say chronic, like C-H. It's not C-H. It's P-R, prana, pranic healing. And I have studied pranic healing since 2008 with the U.S. Pranic Healing Association and the Institute for Asian Studies. Pranic healing is also known as medical qigong. It's called external medical qigong and was developed by Grandmaster Choa Kok Sui. My teacher is Master Stephen Ko, seen very frequently on stage with Tony Robbins and a direct disciple of Master Choa Koksui. Now let's start with the basics. What is prana? Prana is a Sanskrit word that means life force. It's an invisible, subtle energy which keeps the body alive and maintains a state of good health. In acupuncture, the Chinese call this life force qi. And in Japan, it is also called qi, but it is spelled Q-I as in Qigong. In Hawaii, it is called mana, and the Bible even refers to it as ruah, or the breath of life. So pranic healing is a highly developed system of energy-based healing techniques that utilize prana or life force to balance and harmonize and transform the body's energy processes. It is used for both animals and humans. So now let's talk about the energy anatomy. 
So both animals and humans have a physical body, including our body systems and our organs. But you and your animals also have an energetic or bioelectromagnetic field around your body. And this includes the aura, the chakras, and the etheric bodies. And don't worry, I will explain these terms. So let's define these terms. First, let's start with the basics. Your aura is a subtle energy or bioelectromagnetic field found around your body and your animal's body. You have an aura, an inner aura, which is like a chalk outline of your body, and you also have an outer aura, which is a large egg-shaped, almost like an inverted egg-shape, border, which encompasses your entire energy field, as well as subtle energy bodies that you have inside the aura. So your chakras and all of your subtle energies and your physical body all sit inside of your aura. If you've ever gotten an aura photograph taken, it will take on a lot of different colors. It depends on your emotions and the energy that you are emanating. And this is your auric field. Scientists have also validated the existence of this energy field that surrounds and interpenetrates the body and nourishes it with life force or prana. Next, let's define the chakras. Chakras are energy points that intersect and connect the physical and energetic bodies together. The chakras extend outside of your body and are shaped like a mini vortex with the point facing inward toward your body systems and your organs. So they sit and then they extend outside the physical body a little bit, almost like the size of a CD when they're small. And um, they, the vortex goes inward, points inward. Our energy centers or chakras sometimes get contaminated, damaged, or imbalanced due to emotional stress, trauma, uh, PTSD, long-term trauma, illness, and disease. So when I do a chakra balancing and healing session on you or your animal, I am cleansing and energizing your organs and systems through these corresponding chakras. Next, let's talk about the different chakras. Many people only know about the seven chakra system. In fact, if you Google the word chakra, you will only see the seven chakra system mentioned. The seven chakra system is used in the West by millions, including Reiki pra practitioners. It's actually a rudimentary system for the masses, but does not encompass all of the chakras. This simple seven chakra system is very basic, so you can balance in the energy centers without harming the patient. The 11 chakra system is a more ancient, esoteric, which means hidden, teaching, the human body actually has 144 major and minor chakras. The minor chakras are known as meridians and used by acupuncturists and Chinese medicine practitioners. So this 11 chakra system is much more elaborate and is only used by highly developed practitioners of energy medicine, including pranic healers. And the reason is some of these chakras are very delicate and can cause great harm if manipulated in the wrong way. Did you know that the same chakra systems used in healing are the same ones used in martial arts? 
Martial arts manipulates the chakras on their opponents to weaken them before striking them. Let me tell you a story. When I was a young pranic healer, learning pranic healing early on, I was at a barbecue. This is in California. I was at a barbecue. And for some reason on the West Coast in California and on the West Coast, a lot of people know about pranic healing there. Um, more people know about Reiki uh, on the East Coast. I don't know why that why that is. Um, but people know what pranic healing is there. And so uh, a friend of mine is like, oh, yeah, she's learning pranic healing. And, I mean, I was early. I, you know, I took um, uh, workshops under Master Co. Early on, this was still years and years and years ago. So I'm sitting at a barbecue. They, they say, oh, she's a pranic healer. They're like, oh, can you chop wood in half? <laughs> I was explaining to them. It was like martial arts, just like I explained to you. So they said, can you chop wood in half? I said, I don't know. Do you have a piece of wood? And they go, no, but I have an apple. So I'm sitting there at the barbecue. We're in a big circle. I'm even drinking a beer. And, you know, we're just having fun with a bunch of people. And I wasn't even paying attention. So I took the apple in my left hand. I was holding it just in my left hand. That was it. And I was doing the energy. I was uh, manipulating the energy around the field of the apple with my right hand, but I wasn't touching it. Wasn't touching it at all. Just doing the techniques that I learned. And I looked down and the apple split in half with a clean surgical cut. I kid you not without me touching it. It blew my mind. It blew everybody's mind. Everybody was like, you know, don't get on her bad side. So that is how powerful um, pranic healing or martial arts is. It's the same energy. Qigong, um, Qigong masters, pranic healing masters, um, martial art, black belts. It's the same kind of energy that we're using. But this time we use it for healing. Now that you understand the basics of energy anatomy, let's talk more in detail about pranic healing. So pranic healing is a non-touch remote healing method without the use of drugs and medicine, and it helps to release pain, stress, trauma, illness, and disease in both animals and humans. Pranic healing sessions are not intended to replace orthodox medicine, but rather to complement it. I do not make a medical diagnosis or prescribe medications or medical treatments and do not interfere with pres prescribed treatments or medications from your veterinarian or doctor. So it is complimentary to your doctor. In fact, one of our healing masters for pranic healing is on the East Coast in New York or New Jersey, and he is an actual medical doctor. He is an MD and a pranic healing master. His name is Dr. Glenn Mendoza. And his wife is also a pranic healing master. So um, this is complementary to regular medicine. And in, in the Philippines, it's, it's interesting because if you are a patient in the Philippines, I'm not talking about animals, I'm talking about regular uh, patients. If you're a patient in the Philippines... Not only do you get a medical doctor, but you also get a pranic healer. A pranic healer is assigned to you with the doctor. So I'm hoping the United States goes this way. It's wonderful. What I do in pranic healing is I cleanse 
and energize and rebalance the energy field and the corresponding body systems and organs to restore harmony and balance physically, emotionally, and mentally. And of course, this improves the way life force or prana circulates and nourishes the physical body and removes any energy blockages to bring about accelerated self-healing. When you take out the blockage, your body can heal itself. Just always remember that as a principle. So what's so great about pranic healing is, as I mentioned, pranic healing is a highly effective non-touch healing modality. And I do not have to physically touch the animals or humans I'm working on, so it can be done remotely. I do not have to be in the same room, city, state, or even the same country as the animal or human I'm working on. So I can heal an animal or human anywhere in the world. Now let's talk about the combination of animal communication together with pranic healing. There are many advantages of doing a combination session where I do the animal communication session first, followed by the healing session. So the first advantage is I can help your veterinarian with details for a more accurate diagnosis. So with animal communication, I can talk directly to the animal using telepathy, of course, like we talked about, to get the details for you to share with your veterinarian. I can get as many details as possible from your animal. They can tell me a lot of things, and I can also body scan. Veterinarian cannot get and can help them have a more accurate diagnosis. So a lot of times, because they don't have all the uh, diagnostic tools or they're too expensive, like they do with humans, they're making their best guess estimate as to their diagnosis and their treatments. So I can greatly help because I can ask your animal about their pain sensation, what it feels like, how long they've had it, when it started, if it's sharp or dull, acute or chronic. And as I mentioned, I can do a body scan and I can get a pain scale from 1 to 10 doing the body scan and also a lot of other information as to where the energy or blockage or depletion or congestion, like we said, is in the body. And then I can also feel the energy because I'm an empath. So um, your animal can send me the feeling of pain. Obviously, I don't want to keep it. I want to release it after this. But I can feel exactly what it feels like. And if you listen to my other episodes, I talked about a horse who literally dropped me to the ground where I could not get up uh, a lame horse. And I'll talk about that testimonial later. So um, it's amazing. I can feel the exact pain so I can describe it. So then you can give it to your veterinarian for their, their diagnostic tool. The second advantage of doing a combo session is I can get specific details for my pranic healing session. So when I can talk to the animal first, I can get many, many details like we talked about, about the specifics. And the more details for me, the better, because in pranic healing is very specific and directed healing. It's not like Reiki, where it goes where it goes. It's very different. We'll talk about Reiki. So if you can afford to do so, please book a combo session of animal communication and pranic healing. It's $300 for the two. 
So right now I charge 150 for each session that I do. And it's not one hour. There are many hours, many hours talking to the animal, relaying it back to you, giving you the information, the notes, and also doing a healing session could be anywhere from one to two hours. Okay. So it's not just for one hour. So it's $300 for the combo and it will not be a waste of your money and it will even save you money in the long run because it's highly effective. If it's, if it's an acute issue um, that just started, it may only take one healing session. If it's a chronic disease that's been around for years, it may take more than one session. The last advantage to doing a combination session is that I can address animal mirroring. If you listen to my podcast episode number five, about animal mirroring, you would know that sometimes your animal's illness, injury, or disease is not their own, but rather they are mirroring you or someone in the family. And the reason for this is that they want to bring it to your attention to what you or a family member needs to work on. And any attempt at doing healing with the animal will be ineffective. It won't work at all because you're healing the wrong one. You're simply healing the wrong one. It should be you or a family member who is receiving the healing session, not the animal. And please listen to that episode because I talk about this story with a cat with an impacted bowel. And I mean, it is cut and dry and no treatment worked on that animal. And they tried for years. And it wasn't until we found out it was mirroring and I worked on the person that the impacted bowel on the cat that they had for years simply vanished with no treatment on the cat. It's an amazing story. So go back to episode five, because it's sort of a long story. So if you choose to do an animal communication session first, I can find out if the animal is mirroring you, as I said, and then I can do the healing or soul work with you or the family member instead of your animal. And their symptoms or ailments will mysteriously disappear, just like the cat with the impacted bowel. So this is really important to address. Mirroring is a huge thing. And, and, you know, when we try to fix our animals with veterinarian care or whatever, it does not address mirroring. So either way, I can do remote pranic healing on you, a family member, or your animal, as long as I have permission from the being. So to get permission before starting a healing session, I will connect with your animal remotely using their image to get their permission for healing. Now that you know what pranic healing is and how it works, I want to explain the difference between Reiki and pranic healing. And just a note that this comes from the pranic healing association and also from Reiki masters who have joined pranic healing and have uh, learned to be a pranic healer also. So they've also explained to us a lot of the differences. So both Reiki and pranic healing are great healing modalities for animals and humans. However, pranic healing gives fast, immediate results, especially for specific ailments and injuries. Most people are familiar with Reiki in the United States, as I talked about, especially on the East Coast, Because Reiki can be taught to those with little or no healing experience to access healing energies. But it is limited in its use. And here are some major differences between pranic healing 
which is what I practice, and Reiki. So number one, pranic healing is a non-touch system of healing, as we talked about, can be done remotely on animals and humans anywhere in the world. Reiki, on the other hand, is a touch healing system, usually done in person with a few advanced techniques that are non-touch. But if you're a beginner, you have to do touch. It has to be in person. So you have to book a session with, with a Reiki practitioner who is near you, or you have to reach out to a Reiki master. Number two, as I mentioned, pranic healing is an ancient esoteric, which means hidden, healing practice using an 11 chakra system, but also may balance any of the 144 chakras that you have. So the 144 are major chakras and minor chakras also come meridians. So Reiki uses the basic seven chakra system, the one that's out there in the public and the mass media on Google is the seven chakra system. That's so pranic healing uses a much more advanced teaching. Number three, in pranic healing, I scan or feel the aura and chakras to assess areas of energetic depletion, congestion, or stagnation, which helps me identify problem areas I need to heal. Reiki does not have any energy assessment tool and relies on the intuition of the practitioner. Number four, pranic healing uses a manual cleansing technique called sweeping to remove blockages and stagnant energies before applying fresh energy to you or your animal. Cleansing is very critical into the healing process because diseased energies and negative emotions must be removed first before energizing the body, or you may have a dramatic expelling or detoxification reaction, and it is not pleasant. If you push dirty energy in without cleansing it first, you will have a horrible reaction, such as vomiting, loose bowel movements, rashes, flu-like symptoms, extreme sharp pain, and it's quite uncomfortable and can be prevented with proper cleansing. Sometimes cleansing alone allows you or your animal's body to quickly heal by permitting fresh energy or prana to penetrate deeper into the body. Unfortunately, Reiki has no comparable technique of cleansing before applying energy. Number five, pranic healing uses a cookbook approach. According to Grandmaster Choa Koksui, the founder, every ailment produces a unique set of energy patterns that can be identified in the 11 major chakras and minor chakras called meridians. And I use a specific routine of cleansing and energizing matched to the specific pattern of the energy deficiency from a specific illness or injury. So it's very effective and efficient healing system with a targeted approach. Reiki only has one energy technique to facilitate the flow of Reiki energy into whatever area needs healing for all ailments. And number six, as a pranic healer, I draw energy directly from the sun, from the air, from the ground, and also divine spiritual sources. 
And then I project this prana or energy life force into my subject's auras and chakras. Reiki practitioners may have to be initiated by a Reiki master and given symbols to access these healing energies, like having to obtain a password. But I can do this directly. Number seven, pranic healing includes a practice called energetic hygiene that is rarely found in any healing modality, including Reiki. Energetic hygiene is a set of practices, breathing, dietary recommendations, and other cleansing routines that are designed to keep my personal energy tank clean and full. If a healer has dirty energy, the subject may get contaminated from the healer and the healer may also become drained or take on the pain or ailment from the subject. Reiki does not address energetic hygiene. And number eight, my favorite. Pranic healing employs a use of color energies that dramatically accelerate the body's innate ability to heal. Each color has a different healing property. Reiki does not use color energies. They use white light. And in fact, many Reiki masters who also study pranic healing say that if a client needs rapid healing, they prefer pranic healing to Reiki because of the specific color energies used. So now let me share with you the types of pranic healing I do. So I do something called chakra balancing. So this is like getting a tune-up for your car. This would leave you or your animal feeling lighter, stress-free, and without the heaviness of everyday life. I can clean and energize the major chakras, the minor chakras, the aura, and the subtle energy bodies, which are inside the aura. And I can also cleanse something called the health rays, which we have extending out from our center, kind of like the rays of the sun. I can actually comb those and clean those up. So you can actually have healthier antenna-like projections coming out of you. And the next thing that I do is energy cord removal. So energy cords are attachments from others. We get them all day long. You could walk by somebody that you don't even know and they can cord you depending on what they're thinking about. If they're jealous of your financial situation, they can cord your root chakra. Well, our animals pick up all of our dirty cords. So we have cords because we're going outside the house and uh, any kind of attachment from others. So our animals are constantly picking them up because literally when we walk inside the house, especially with our shoes on, there's cords all over the shoes, all over your body, everything. We hold our animals. And so animals are just weighed down with all these energy cords. And you're also attaching your own energy cords unknowingly into your animal because we share energy with, with any kind of being, anybody in your house or your animals. So I remove these energy cord attachments. And when I remove these cords, certain pains, sensations, or emotions will simply vanish. They are gone, like instantaneously. So this is energy cord removal. I do this in any healing session. The third thing I do is advanced pranic healing. So specific for physical and health issues like injuries, acute illnesses, or even chronic disease. So this is advanced pranic healing techniques. And then I do something called pranic psychotherapy, 
This is where I can work on balancing the emotions and removing traumas for you or your animal. So this works on the emotional level and any kind of traumas. I can remove old traumas. So this is great for animals who have been traumatized, and there are many. And then the last thing I do is called pranic crystal healing. And I actually use a large Vogel crystal wand um, made out of clear quartz. And I also use some other healing crystals. And I use this for both physical and emotional healing and also chakra balancing for when I need extra life force or prana. Let me share with you some great testimonials clients have shared with me after pranic healing sessions with their animals. So the first testimonial is from Bronson. He's a European Doberman and he had pneumonia and bladder and urinary tract infection diagnosed by the veterinarian on Friday. I did a pranic healing session on Sunday and on Monday she took Bronson back to the vet for follow-up labs and it showed absolutely no trace of bacteria and no trace of the elevated white blood cell count that they saw on Friday. So here is a testimonial. Mind blown. Last Friday, Bronson's urine was loaded with white blood cells from infection. His preliminary test showed no white blood cells on Monday, the day after the healing. According to my vet, my dog had a urinary tract infection. The urine test showed an infection on Friday, and the vet wanted to wait for the culture to come back before starting antibiotics. I booked a session with Loli Jane to perform pranic healing on my dog to clear his infection. Loli worked on my dog on Sunday. Monday morning, we were back at the vet for another urine test to pick up the antibiotics. And guess what? No infection. Loli's healing cleared the infection overnight. My vet was baffled. No antibiotics, no more infection, and a happy dog and mama. Please consider booking a pranic healing session with Loli for you and your animals. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. CC, British Columbia, Canada. This next testimonial is also amazing. This is a horse that sent me the pain that dropped me to the ground. I mean, it was lame. I could not even get up. I was literally laying in a grassy ditch next to the roadway when I was talking to the client and the animal sent me the pain. So when I say lame, I mean lame, 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 lame. Okay, so Annie, the lame pain horse, um, which three vets and three farriers could not help. After one healing session, Annie was no longer lame and running and jumping and bucking and playing with no more limp. So here's a testimonial. We have sought help from several equine professionals without any luck as far as what the problem is or how to fix it. We went to three vets and three farriers with no diagnosis or treatment options. It has been very frustrating not to find answers to help fix their problems. Your suggestion to have the energy healing done has been an amazing thing for Annie. She has been running, jumping, bucking, and playing like she hasn't been able to do in I don't know how long. All around, she seems much happier and more comfortable, vibrant, and content since energy healing. Additionally, following up on her conversation, I have been letting my son spend more time brushing her, feeding her, and giving her treats since she said that she really loves the, the children. 
And it seems that she really does love that. I have had animal communicators help me with my horses before, but I've never had someone suggest something that has made such a huge difference for one of my horses. I'm so thankful for that. I have truly been blown away by the positive results I've seen just after one healing session. I look forward to continue working with you in the future. Thank you. LL Farmersville, Ohio. So then I talked to the client two weeks later and she gave me another testimonial. This is what she said. Annie has been moving around like a totally different horse since the healing session with Loli. Within a few days of the healing session, she seemed much more bright and vibrant than she has in the past. Just her presence felt different. As far as her lameness, I began noticing her running, jumping, bucking, and playing in the field a lot more than in the past. Previously, she would only do these things every once in a while, and she would have an evident limp while doing anything strenuous a lot of the time. However, she now does all of these things almost every day when she is turned outside since our initial follow-up conversation. I have not really noticed, noticed her limping at all. LL Farmersville, Ohio. That brings us to the end of this episode. I hope you have a much greater understanding of the value of pranic healing and animal communication in helping you and your animals with trauma, stress, emotional issues, illness, and disease. Book your animal communication session now. And remember, I would recommend doing a combination session of animal communication and pranic healing so I can get more details. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain, as well as opening your mind, heart, and spirit to your deep connection with your beloved animals. Visit my website at animals-speak.com. I also have upcoming animal communicator training workshops. For more information, please visit my website at animals-speak.com and subscribe to my monthly newsletter for events and workshops. Join us next week for episode 11 on animal aromatherapy. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and were amazed as I was when I first learned about animal communication and energy healing. If you enjoyed our show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and follow and subscribe for exclusive content. As always, love and gratitude for listening to the Lowly Jane Animal Communication and Healing Podcast. And this is Lowly Jane. Namaste. This podcast was created, produced, recorded, researched, and edited by Lowly Jane and is a product of Lowly Jane Animal Communication and Healing.